0: Hey there, lovely listeners, welcome to Uniquely Wired Podcast. I'm your host, Nani. On this podcast, we uncover the beauty and nature of autism through heartfelt conversations. Let's jump in. Hey, y'all, we are back with another episode. So on this episode, I am going to keep it short and sweet and it's going to go straight to the point. And we are going to talk about giving yourself grace, okay, as a support needs parent. I feel like, and I'm sure many of you will agree with this, we, you know, become so caught up with life, number one, but also with our children's needs, which is expected because again, they have a disability, they need our assistance. 24/7 um, in a lot of our cases, and so we tend to forget about ourselves. And I think, at least for me this year, I really want to be intentional on giving myself grace. So I want you, that's listening, to give yourself grace as well. Be intentional this year on practicing that. So I need you to have a pen, pencil and a notebook or journal, or perhaps your notes on your phone, um, and take notes of these nine tips that I'm going to give you to work on, to be able to give yourself grace, okay? So I'm going to look at my phone, and we are going to do that. But first and foremost, I want to acknowledge and shout out My new listeners, welcome to the podcast and also those of you that have been giving me ratings or reviews either on Apple Podcasts, YouTube um, or Spotify. Thank you so much. It truly means a lot to me and I just love reading the reviews because it really serves as a motivation for me to continue going on with the podcast. So thank you. Um, Okay, so let's jump right in it. Number one, I want you to acknowledge your feelings. Okay. Recognize and accept your emotions, whether they are frustration, guilt, which is a big one, or exhaustion. It's okay to feel a range of emotions, and acknowledging them is the first step toward self compassion. You have to acknowledge your emotions. Listen. I'm preaching this to myself first, because like I mentioned on the last episode, like I am so good at masking my emotions or how I'm feeling or what's going on in my life, you know, what's really going on in my head that I don't acknowledge my emotions much. You know, I've learned to be very dismissive on my emotions. So really, I'm not just telling you guys to practice this, but I'm also telling myself to do this as well. So um acknowledge your feelings that's number one number two celebrate small victories focus on the achievements no matter how small both for yourself and your child celebrate the progress you make together and don't underestimate the impact of the smallest milestones um Y'all know, if y'all know, and you follow me on social media, then you know, i make a big deal out of any small milestones that my children are reaching. Like if Jacob learns how to, I don't know, open something or unzipper, you know, his coat, like that's such a big milestone to me as a mother, because I know that is one of, You know, that is one of his challenges. So if he learns how to do that, like, yes, we are celebrating, honey. Okay. I don't care what nobody got to say. That is my son, and I'm going to celebrate it. Same thing with my daughter. If she learns how to put on socks, I mean, just the simplest things, we're going to celebrate. But have I celebrated myself on being consistent? No, I have not. I'm not the greatest at doing that, but this year I'm gonna be intentional. I'm gonna be able to, once I celebrate my children, I'm celebrating myself too, because I know that my husband and I are putting in the work and we are staying consistent with what we are doing. So celebrate you, please, but also celebrate your child's um, small victories because they are small, but yet they're also big. Okay, number three. Set realistic expectations. This is another one I am working on, okay? Set realistic expectations. Understand that you can't do everything perfectly and that's okay. Set realistic expectations for yourself and your child. Be flexible and adaptable. And don't be too hard on yourself if things don't go as planned. (laughs) I'm laughing because I have mentioned, I also mentioned that on my last episode, but I had said how, you know, for Christmas, our plans were to, you know, take the kids to the zoo and see the beautiful Christmas lights, but it didn't go as planned. And that's okay. But at that moment, like I was so fed up. I was so frustrated. I was seeing other families doing great things during the Christmas season. And we're just here, you know, at home, (laughs) staying warm, of course, because it was freezing. But yeah, like I was just mad. (laughs) I was mad because my plans didn't go as planned, right? So I had to make sure that I keep reminding myself, it's okay if things doesn't go as planned. Listen, God knows best and I'm huge on that. So if it doesn't go as planned as I planned it to be, then you know what? God had a different purpose and that's okay. I need to trust his plan over my life and my family's life. And that's it. Like point blank. Okay. so set realistic expectations. That was number three. I'll do a quick recap. Um, So number one was acknowledging your feelings. Make sure you're writing this. Number two, celebrate small victories. And number three, set realistic expectations. Now let's go into number four. Build a support system. This is a good one. Surround yourself with a supportive network of friends, family, or other parents who understand your situation. Share your experiences, seek advice, and lean on others for emotional support when needed. This is important building your tribe, building your friends, okay? Building, you know, your your parent friends and having that community of people. If you go to church like me, you know, I have a great community at church and I know that I can always reach out to anybody within my church group and say, hey, can you pray for this situation? Hey, I need you to keep me in prayer on this because I'm making X, Y, and Z decision, Right. Also friends outside of that, right? Having friends, whether you meet them on social media and you're building that friendship, whether you're meeting them outside. You know, I have a lot of friends that don't have children with disability. And you know what? I love that, right? I like that as well as having friends that have children with disability. But I like to have a balance, right? I want to make sure that I have friends that, are not in my same shoes because I want them to, um, you know, see what that's like, but also to gain an understanding and learn from our life as, you know, support needs parents and get their advice, get a different perspective, right, From from maybe a friend that doesn't have that same situation as myself but then I also like to have friends that do have children with disability because we can understand each other to a level that literally is just unexplainable to the neurotypical world right so I think just working on building that if you don't have that don't be afraid to reach out to be that person I had a mom that reached out to me she was like oh my god I was so scared to reach out to you. And my husband kept pushing me, listen, just do it. What's the worst that she can do? Not respond, right? Like, I'm not going to jump out the screen on my phone, on Instagram and like, why are you hitting me up? No, like anybody that knows me knows that I'm great um, when it comes to communication and just having these friendships. So seriously, you need a friend, reach out to me, girl. I got you, okay? um, We may not be able to talk every day, But I'm here to be a listening ear. But also don't, if you're like me and I'm the type of person that I'm just like consuming and consuming and listening to all of my friends and their situation, and then I have a hard time opening up and pouring out my heart and really, you know, acknowledging my feelings. Um, So this is a huge one. Really, it is a big one. It's, it's, It's very important that as supporting parents, we have a support group. Okay, this goes for moms and dads. Um, Number five, prioritize self care. Okay, make self care a priority. Schedule regular breaks to recharge, whether it's through a hobby, exercise, reading, or any activity that brings you joy, but prioritize it taking care of yourself is essential for being able to care for others. I've mentioned this plenty of times on the podcast, take care of yourself. Okay. I actually, I am deciding to, um, schedule maybe a body massage, Every two months because my body just needs to like the physical part of my body just needs it to decompress And just you know what tune out the entire world turn off my phone and just focus on that Um, so that's something i'm going to be intentional with this year Starting next month Um, I know I mentioned that I was going to start doing pilates. Okay. I started doing them and I must be honest. I'm not a huge fan of it I think i'm going to stick with doing just like the normal regular workouts Um, that's what i'm gonna stick to I think everybody has their preference and I gave it a try and I was like, nope. Okay. I'll just do regular workouts But if i'm honest with y'all like this is just an honest moment, okay I have not been feeling like working out I'm, just being straight up. I have not been feeling like working out I have just been so caught up again with life and I am just not finding the time and I know that I have to be intentional and I don't want to make this sound like I'm making excuses because I'm not. And I think those that get it will get it. Um, but it's just been very, very like consuming life has been consuming lately, mentally and emotionally, and it's starting to affect the physical. So there has been days Okay. A lot of the times throughout the week, I am just finding myself so exhausted. I'm not wanting to cook. I'm not wanting to clean. I'm not wanting to do dishes, which by the way, thank the Lord for dishwashers. Can I get an amen? Okay. Thank God for dishwashers, because when I discover that thing, I know some of you all are going to laugh because maybe you've been using dishwashers your whole life. But guess what? I was brought up old school and I just figured I'll just clean the dishes as I go, because that's just what I do when I'm cooking. I'm just washing dishes as I go. But my kitchen must be clean before I go to bed. That's that's a fact for sure. And once I discovered that dishwasher and I started putting it to use. hello. That was like, okay, yes, this is my bestie right now. So I put my dishes there before I go to bed, clean the kitchen, and everything is just getting cleaned by the dishwasher. So it is amazing. And if you have one and have not given it a try, I am here to tell you, friend, that you need to start using your dishwasher, (laughs) okay? Um, But no, seriously, like I literally have been getting more than the usual those days where I am exhausted, I don't want to do anything. Last night, I didn't cook. We ordered, we ordered food. And a lot of the times I'll tell my husband, I'm so sorry, honey, I couldn't do dinner today. I'm so sorry. I am just exhausted. Like physically and mentally, I am drained. And I just need the day to be over. And so I think part of prioritizing my you know, my self-care, I think it's also having a routine for my bedtime. So I'm also starting to be intentional with that. So once I put the kids down in the room, I'm leaving everything clean downstairs. I head up to my room, take a shower. I pray, you know, just do my regular nighttime routine and put my phone on silent and go to sleep. I am being intentional on doing that because a lot of the times I'll just lay in bed and then I'm like scrolling on social media, and I'm realizing, okay, you are just wasting this entire time where you can be sleeping and getting some rest. But I've also had eight hours full of sleep most of the time, and I'm still waking up tired. So a friend of mine suggested that I start taking magnesium. um, And so that's something I'm going to start taking. And hopefully, I see a change when I'm waking up in the mornings, because I still be physically exhausted and just tired. Like my body is just done. Um, so yeah, just prioritize self-care, please. Number six, learn to say no. Okay, th- this is me. And if you're not watching <laughs> the video, then just know I'm just raising my hand like, yep, that's me. I need to learn. I'm telling y'all, I am never going to come on this podcast and tell you to do something that I'm not going to practice myself uh for real so i preach this to myself before i came on this podcast and share these thoughts with you and these tips and strategies so learn to say no it's important to recognize your limits and be comfortable saying no when necessary that's with friends that's with families that's with coworkers that's with anybody okay that's with anybody if you need to say no say no Overcommitting can lead to burnout, so prioritize your time and energy on what truly matters. That is a whole word right there. Okay, that's a whole word right there. And I, I felt God really convicted me about this and really speaking to me because I can be that person to overcommit, and then here I am burning myself out. I've literally said yes to people on committing to things with them, and then. Like days later, I'm emailing them back like, hey, you know what? That was an impulsive decision. So therefore, I am going to step out of this this time. I have way too much on my plate. And listen, if they are very understanding, they are not going to get mad and they're going to understand you. And they're going to acknowledge that that is true. You don't want to overcome it. You don't want to have burnout. So keep that in mind, friend. Um, Number seven, educate yourself. Knowledge is empowering. Learn more about your child's support needs, available resources, and coping strategies. The more informed you are, the better equipped you'll be to navigate the challenges. Very important that we educate ourselves. And after we educate ourselves, it's okay to educate others, including family. It's important. I find myself every single time that I'm with my family, I'm educating them. I'm educating them. Like my mom said the R word, okay? And if you know, you know what word that is. I'm not even gonna say it, but my mom said that like jokingly about something and I corrected her. You know, I corrected her as a mom, you know, in this time, and really it was never acceptable, but in this time that we're living in, in 2024, Um, that's not an appropriate word. It is offensive, not just to the community, to the disabled community, but to myself as a parent (laughs) of disabled children. So it's okay. You know, we have to do things in love, but you can still do it. Just make sure you're doing it in love and in a kind way that you're not coming off like bossy or like, you know, it all, but come off in a love, in a loving way. Okay. It is important to remember that number eight, seek professional help I just did this a month ago I reached out to a therapy place now I'm having actually this Friday I'm having um my first therapy session and I'm so happy y'all I am so happy to have my first therapy session um excuse me I I just again I would have never imagined seeking mental health, you know, help from a professional. Never. And I was emotional the other day and I cried in my car as I was driving and I was listening to a podcast that was also speaking on this. And it just gave me more peace that it's okay. I, I am, it is the right season for me to be doing this, to be seeking professional help. And that does not mean there's anything wrong with you. That does not mean you're going to get a diagnosis or you're going to get medication right away. No, I think that is a stigma in this world. Like, oh, people that go to therapy, they have to get medicated or they're going to force you to take medication. No, nobody can force you to do anything or take anything. (laughs) You know your body and you know yourself best. So at the end of the day, I am going with an open mind to my therapy session Um, I am looking forward to see what they have to say and gain knowledge, but also gain strategies that are going to help me cope with my life. And and that's really what I want help with. And I had to recognize that I needed that. Number one, which was the number one thing I shared with y'all, acknowledging your feelings, I had to do that first. I had to acknowledge my feelings and recognize, listen, you are not a toy you are a human being that have five senses and you have emotions you have feelings and that's okay and there's going to be a time in your life where you're going to have to seek this professional help and there is absolutely nothing wrong with that so seek professional help don't hesitate to seek professional help if needed therapists support groups or counselors can provide valuable guidance and a safe space to express your feelings. Um, last but not least, last but not least, I think it's my top favorite one out of all of these. Celebrate your strengths. Celebrate your strengths. Make sure you're writing that. Let me give you a quick recap in case you forgot, because I know if you're like me and you forget things, I got you. I understand. So number one was acknowledge your feelings. Number two, celebrate small victories. Number three, set realistic expectations. Number four, build a support system. Number five, prioritize self-care. Number six, learn to say no. Number seven, educate yourself. Number eight, seek professional help. And number nine, celebrate your strengths. Remind yourself of your strengths and resilience. Parenting a child with support needs requires a unique set of skills and acknowledging your abilities can boost your confidence and sense of accomplishments. This is beautiful. I, I don't even think I have to add to that, but I do believe God has chosen us supporting parents for our children because he knew He was going to equip us along the way with strategies and strengths and resilience that we would have never imagined we could have. I know that when both of my kids got diagnosed, I knew right away that it was God allowing this to happen and putting me in this path because he knew that he was going to equip me. You know, when people say God gives his strongest battles to his strongest soldiers, Um, I have my feelings about that saying, because honestly, I think I'm weak. Um, I know this sounds surprising. I think I'm weak. I don't think I'm strong, but I do believe that in my weakness, God is strong in me. So he makes me strong in those weak moments. I I hope you catch that. I hope you understand that God will give you things to make you strong, to make you depend on him. Because without him, you're not going to make it. You need God at all times, y'all. I'm telling you because this is evident in my life. To get through this life, to get through this journey. And so I've realized that when I pray, when I read my word, when I'm when I'm declaring these affirmations, these positive affirmations that God speaks over me in his word, his promises, oh my gosh, life becomes so much better and smoother. And you're not so caught up on like what, what ifs, right? And so um, when I begin to declare that I am the head and not the tail, that I was fearfully and wonderfully made, that my children were fearfully and wonderfully made, that no weapon formed against us will prosper. I'm telling you, I just start reciting these things, right? I start reading these promises of God from his word In my life and over my children and I really start to see that And y'all god has never failed me God has never failed my household. We have lacked nothing everything that we have is thanks to him Because yes, we work hard and we have money and we're able to buy these things, but it's because he allows these things To be provided onto us. So don't ever forget that God loves you, and that He has a perfect plan for you and your family. Um, I hope that that was encouraging to whoever needed to hear that. And so, as we end this episode, I want you to remember: giving yourself grace is an ongoing process, and it's okay to ask for help when needed. Taking care of your well-being ultimately benefits both you and your child. So. Again, friends, remember to give yourself grace. Have a wonderful day. If you're listening during the day, if you're listening at night, (laughs) whenever you're listening. And I'll see you guys again on another episode of Uniquely Wired Podcast. And that's a wrap for today's episode of Uniquely Wired Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and sharing this space with me. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share. Until next time.